0: Thought of the idea, I was like, okay, we don't have to do Bernie's idea, you know, we don't have to do full on, you know, uh, uh universal health care, get rid of private insurers, but we should do it to where private insurers have to compete more. So, let's say you put together a public form where everybody pays into it, um, and that's the thing, is like everybody pays into it because it's like uh, it's like um, unemployment insurance or social security everybody pays into it because chances are you may need it in the future at some point. So it doesn't become an entitlement, you know? And uh, so it's, you, you have everybody that funds it. So then you, you, you know, force the companies into giving this kind of deal or these kind of plans. And they have to, they require to that, particularly if they want to do business in the United States, they need to offer a, a comprehensive plan. That's part, that's universal. And so when they do, because they're going to have to want to do business. Because they, if you want to still, do, still have health insurance here, you need, to, you need to do it. It's kind of like Obamacare, but to a, a better degree. And so it's like, okay, cool. They do that. Then they start giving pretty good, you know, good health care plans where it's kind of like, oh, well, if I can. And most of it's going to be like children and, and wiser families. They say, well, if I can actually save money by going to the universal health care, why do I need to have a privatized one? Then the privatized will be like, "Well, we need to find a way to compete you know to to that so it we it creates competition, which is what this country was supposed to be you know founded on, but it's not because it's turned into monopolies. you have big companies buying up small companies and then suddenly you have monopolies right and, and you know it's like that's what we need to do we need to we need to stop giving power to these you know to these you know uh big conglomerates because no matter and i always hear you know people going oh well you know the republicans are for the little guy no they're not the republicans have never been for the little guy they like to say that but you know who they keep giving breaks to the big guys
1: well that's the thing is that people say republicans are for the little guy because they cut taxes it's like that's (laughs) not the only thing the variable here yeah and they cut taxes for everybody that doesn't help the little guy as much as it helps the big guy
0: exactly exactly
1: you know, so especially, it's, when, it's,
0: especially when you're cutting out the big guy from paying taxes, which could actually funnel, fund a lot of business, a lot of stuff that we need to do, you know. Yeah, you know, the
1: Republicans cut taxes, then cut funding to things, mm, but never cut funding to the military. <laughs>
0: right. Even though, even though Eisenhower said the biggest problem that America is going to face is the military industrial complex. Right. And people seem to forget that part
1: they just don't know it nobody reads anymore so you gotta make a meme yeah i know and put eisenhower people. on there saying it <laughs> on a meme and then people will get it
0: uh all right welcome everybody to the uh, lazy geeks uh weekly podcast it takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture removes all that clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to i'm stephen vargas
1: i'm adam riley
0: all right and um if you ain't living on the west or southwest um Congratulations. You must be must be kind of nice because it, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hot over here. Even in California, it was 112 where I live today, even though I think, what was it? Palm Springs hit 120?
1: It was like 100.
0: You were a little cooler than we were for a short time.
1: For a little bit, yeah, but it was like 116 at peak today. Yeah. I was out for some dumb reason. <laughs> and it's crazy because you'll go out. And at that temperature, I don't care how good your fucking AC is, it's not going to be the best. (laughs) It's it's not ideal. So we're in the car and um, I get home and I just pass out. It's the second time in a row (laughs) that I go out and I'm in the heat for a little bit and then I come home and just pass the fuck out.
0: You just make it through the doorway and just collapse right there on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So it was... um, yeah, because it was 112 yesterday in my particular area. And then today was it got up to, I think, 99. But because it didn't get that cool last night, it was only like 75 for the right. low, it was still pretty fucking warm. But over the next couple of days, it's going to hover around 100 for the next several days. So that's going to be miserable. But that's why if you hear a humming or a, there's a slight distortion in, in my audio, it's because I have a bunch of fans on because...
1: Then you're just gonna have to fucking deal with it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hot out. The um, I would tell my kids, I go, look, August is the hottest month, so all we have to do is make it past um August. Yeah. Hopefully, and we might survive.
0: Hopefully, we won't have an Indian summer because that'll
1: suck. I'm also gonna. Someone keeps banging on my door, <laughs> so. Please listen to the smooth sounds of Steve's voice and I'll be back in two
0: seconds. (laughs) Meet your mic. Um, So one thing I wanted to kind of hit on before was, um, you know, there's a lot of talks going on online about, you know, the post office removing mailboxes and all and uh, closing up some of them. You're seeing big red clamps being put on mailboxes and uh, the concept of, you know, needing to get people to vote. This is also part of what people are saying is you know, voter suppression, which because mail-in balloting is a huge deal this, this uh, season because of COVID and all that stuff. Although you're going to see a bunch of right-wingers on social media that's going to say silly stuff. They're going to say stuff like, uh, um, oh, hey, you know, if you can go wait in line at Walmart, you can go ahead and wait in line and vote. Where I usually come back, if well, if y'all wear fucking Max, we could probably do a lot more than just go to Walmart so i know right (laughs) no i'm just kidding (laughs) um so google is actually offering a way if you don't know you know uh what your voting dates are or how to if you're not sure if you're registered to vote or want to register online or even request a a a mail-in about it google is actually helping you in the search box and all you have to do is type in how to vote because we know google has all your personal information. So it'll already deliver you customized information as to um, what you need to do, how to register to vote, the appropriate links and stuff like that. So, if, um, and in this day and age, there is no reason for people to go, well, I don't know where to vote. It's like, dude, fucking Google, come on, you know this. Yeah. So you just, all you have to do is open up your Google, open up to Google and just ask, type in how to vote. And um, it'll give you a lot of information to find your polling place, what you need to prepare for, Oh yeah, online at. online voter information, all sorts of stuff. So, you know, there there's no need it even knows
1: my state cuz you there's a drop down you select what state and it tells, yeah, it's fucking dope. Voting in person it says the day, how to vote early, what to bring.
0: Exactly. So, you know, so when and and if you're one of those people like me that's kind of like you're tired of hearing all these fucking right-wingers saying, well, you know, if we can go to Walmart or we can go wait in line at, you know, an, at a store or at Essentials, we can we can wait in line to vote. It's like, yeah, but if we all wore masks, and this is what I've been doing, instead of going into bed, I go, yeah, but if we all wore masks, we could do a lot more than that. And, which is kind of where we're at at this point. Yeah. There, there's no teaching anybody anything because it's like, we're in August now. This is, this is no longer a... a uh, you know. Oh, they may not understand. It's like no, uh, they fucking understand. Everyone
1: understands. They they've just made their choice. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, all right. So, as uh, as we do before we get into our main story this week, it's time to jump into some news. <laughs>
1: yeah, boy. <please. laughs> Yeah,
0: boy, <laughs> favorite flavor. <place. laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, DC- the most
1: talented hip hop artist of all time. I know, right? <laughs>
0: fuck Tupac, fuck Biggie.
1: <laughs> Move out of the way, Nas. <laughs>
0: Drake, get the fuck out of here. Right. (laughs) Uh, So DC Universe's original content, a list that includes Titans, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, and Young Justice, is heading to HBO Max, according to DC chief creative officer and publisher Jim Lee in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter. The news comes as Warner Media is in the process of the largest reorganization at DC Comics, which will also hit a was hit by a wave of layoffs this week, which we'll discuss later. The writing has been on the wall for DC Universe, at least in its current form, ever since HBO Max was launched. Fragmenting content from one of Warner Mother's, Warner Media's strongest brands across two streaming services is expecting that fans would be willing to shell out 15 bucks a month for HBO Max and 8 bucks a month for DC Universe is, was never a realistic strategy. Uh, there were also signs that the, war, um, that the end was near. Two of DC Universe's most popular shows, Doom Patrol and the animated series Harley Quinn, are already available on HBO Max. The highly anticipated Snyder Cut of Justice League was announced for HBO Max exclusive, and the Warner Media announced a new spinoff of Matt Reeves' upcoming The Batman for its HBO Max, not a Disney-focused service. It also makes sense that all original and back catalog content that's off, um, currently offered on DC Universe will be available just as exclusive to Warner Media on HBO Max, so it could be further uh, inf- uh, emphasized customers to sign up for the service. Although it's not clear yet when the upcoming changes to DC Universe will occur, however... Lee notes that DC Universe will likely stick around in some capacity for its comics catalog and community, but if not for DC Films and Television. Quote, in regards to the community and experience of the DCU created and all the backlist content, something like 20,000 to 25,000 different titles, and the way it's connected to fans 24-7, there is always going to be a need for that notedly. So we're excited that it'll transform to transform it and we'll have more news on what it will look like. It's definitely not going away. Which it basically means that DC Universe is going to become that, you know, Marvel's what is it? Marvel all, what's the Marvel version where it's all just the comic book stuff?
1: Um, Marvel ultimate i don't know i don't remember remember, but i know basically yeah the comic book thing which i'm fine with like steve steve hit me up with a question a few days ago where he's like what do you think of that and i go i mean it makes sense honestly you're not going to build the fan base on dc universe no you'll build it on hbo maybe if if they can fucking sort it out right
0: and the thing too is that let's be honest if you're going there for original content on dcu they're about as they were about as steady as, you know, CB, CBS All Access, <laughs> you know? It, yeah. It, 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 I mean, they were supposed to have stuff that was going to come out right away, but then they did Stargirl, and then Stargirl came out on CW, so people could see it for free. So what was the point of getting it on DCU?
1: I still haven't seen that.
0: I haven't seen it either. This, the first episode, I think, is the first season, I think, is available. It's also available on on uh, C, the CW app, so you don't even need DC Universe to get on it. Yeah. So. And then next, the season two of Star Wars, which it was already said that we going to go through with, is going to be CW solely. So, you know, it's kind of like, okay, well, you we kind of don't need that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and DC Universe has some pretty cool shows. I mean, um, Doom Patrol's awesome. The Harley Quinn cartoon's pretty dope, too. Um, so, yeah, I would hate to see it just kind of fall apart because nobody was on it, but... I mean, this this made sense to me, to be honest. Like, if I if I was AT and T, I would do the same thing. Even though, if I was AT and T, shit wouldn't be so fucked up as it is now. Yeah. Just saying.
0: Yeah.
1: But um, I found a story that should warm the cockles everybody's <laughs> heart. The cockles. The November seventeenth. 1978 star wars holiday special
0: <laughs> the infamous star wars <laughs> holiday special
1: right is infamously awful
0: <laughs> well and, and why it's not on dc um why it's not on uh, disney plus i don't understand
1: Yeah, well, probably Lucas was like, never put this on here. It's part of the deal. (laughs) Um, It's not awful in a good way. The late Carrie Fisher once told Yahoo, "Um, in fact, it was so cheesy and awkward that George Lucas disowned it, (laughs) supposedly saying he'd smash every copy if he could. You might be surprised then to hear that Disney Plus is making a new Star Wars holiday special, but since it's teaming up with Lego, it could be a lot of fun. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special on Disney Plus will reunite Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, Rose, and all your favorite droids from R2-D2 to BB-8 for a joyous feast on Life Day. Mm -hmm. The holiday first introduced in 1978 Star Wars Holiday Special, Disney wrote in a press release. It's set after Star Wars The Rise of the Skywalker and follows Rey as she embarks on a new adventure with BB-8 to gain deeper knowledge of the Force. While her friends prepare for Life Day, she ends up encountering Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, uh, Darth Vader, Darth Vader Yoda, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and others as she tries to make it back in time for the Life Day feast. In other words, it's just the kind of kitschy plot you need for a Star Wars holiday special redux. Um, Mm -hmm. Disney has collaborated with Lego before for Disney XD and Disney XD YouTube videos, but this will be the first Lego special to appear on Disney plus it will be directed by Ken Cunningham, who directed Lego Marvel Spider-Man vexed by venom, which is actually pretty good. I watched it with my son and written by David Shane, Lego star Wars, all stars as Lucas intended With the first special it will also be used to push merchandise (laughs) starting with the 2020 lego star wars advent calendar (laughs) a sticker (laughs) book um you know what i'll buy a lego star wars advent calendar i think i won't um while the cast and creators might not have fond memories of the special some famous star wars fans Fans do, Um, John Favreau told GQ that the Star Wars Holiday Special had an influence on the Mandalorian and he even inserted a reference to the Wookiee Life Day holiday into the pilot. Favreau might have also had a say in the decision to make a modern version. It's ready. The ideas are ready, he said. I think it could be really fun. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special will stream on Disney Plus on November 17th, 2020. Honestly, I think this is a genius idea. Absolutely because they're redeeming it yeah you know and it, it's it's um i had never seen the special because i didn't exist in 1978 <laughs> and then <laughs> steve steve was like you have to see this and i was like all right fine." If you, go to our you,
0: you, if you go to our youtube channel you'll see uh you'll see an episode of uh the cheap seats where we actually talked about yeah the star wars and it is horrible <laughs> like it's really bad
1: like you it's, can find it's, it on
0: you can find it on youtube too i think oh still
1: yeah. it's to the point though that y- you don't know what they were smoking <laughs> when they make because it, it's not cohesive the ideas There's are weird no su- there,
0: they, i mean you have the Wookiee speaking in their native language which has offers no subtitles
1: Right. So it's just wah, 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 wah the whole fucking time, which is fine. I look, I love Star Trek. I'm all for native languages, but you gotta put subtitles in there. Right. So I know what the fuck they're talking about. And then there was that weird scene where the grandpa was watching fucking digital porn or something. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but um I think getting Lego involved, I already know it's gonna be good. The Lego the Lego shows are very not only are they good, but they're very safe. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like yeah. it's corny humor. Great for the kids, but also will make you laugh too. So, I'm down for it. I think this is going to be exciting.
0: It'd be cool if they're meta too. that will be nice.
1: Yeah, well, like, oh, they will be Lego. The Lego stuff usually is. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think that's what's going to make it even funnier because Lego fucking they'll make fun of themselves. Oh yeah. Just for the gag, like they don't care. So I'm I'm down with it, dude. I'm excited.
0: That'll be cool. It'd be nice to have something right in the middle of the Mandalorian season two. Which, by right. the way, if you guys haven't. Heard uh Favro confirmed that it, it is going to arrive on schedule. Uh because, what is the date? Uh they haven't released the actual date, but it's supposed to be in October, I think is oh when it's coming God. out. And then yes. they um because he said that they actually completed production before the shutdown and they said due to uh Lucasfilms uh uh incredible like post production, they're able to do a lot of stuff remotely. So he says, um
1: Lucasfilms is a shit, dude. Yeah.
0: And and I mean, if you've seen if you have Disney Plus and if you haven't watched the Mandalorian uh documentaries where they talk to each direct the directors on how they did each episode, uh it's really cool because they a lot of the background is already generated on set from their Unreal engine. So there's a lot less work that they have to do. And it they said it helps the actors and, and directors and stuff to actually lay out visuals.
1: I still haven't seen the last episode. Mm-hmm. I think before second season comes out, I'm just gonna watch the whole thing again.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna do that anyway.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch the whole thing and then I'll I'll watch all the documentaries because that show was awesome, dude. That's a good like show, yeah. I was really impressed with it, and it's such a good idea, like a western in the Star Wars universe. Yeah,
0: I mean, you still have people that bitch and moan about it because I don't care, and it's just like going. You know what? You wouldn't know good content if it came up and bitch. i started
1: to realize that as I've grown wiser <laughs> in my years. I could give a flying pig fuck what people think about things. If I enjoy it, that's all I give a fuck about. Right. That's all it is. And I've told people, too, like, oh, well, that's trash because it's not like the old one. I'm like, you're trash because you're not like your dad. (laughs) They're like, what? And I'm like, see, it doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) You're trash because I fucked your mom. Wait, what? See? It doesn't make make any remote sense, right? (laughs) It's
1: absolutely true, but it does make any sense. Uh, All
0: right, so um, on a pair of Apple stories we got coming up right now. Yeah. So uh, Apple is planning to unveil a range of subscription bundles alongside its new iPhones this October, according to Bloomberg. Internally, the bundles are being referred to as Apple One, though... That's not necessarily the name that they will launch under. A number of different tiers will be available, starting with the basic combo of Apple Music and Apple TV Plus, while more expensive bundles will add Apple Arcade, then Apple News Plus at the next tier, and then add, and then extra iCloud storage for the tier above that. Higher end bundles will be reportedly include as yet unseen fitness subscription from Apple. This will offer virtual classes and workout accessible via the, an iOS app and on Apple TV. Similar services from Nike, uh, Nike and Peloton. Bloomberg says that the bundles will be marketed towards families and they will work. They'll work with Apple's family share system. I had to say that slowly because it's kind of a tongue twister. Yeah, it
1: doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, meaning each service will be accessed. <laughs> Accessed by up to six individuals. As you'd expect with subscription bundles, buying them will be cheaper than buying individual services. As Bloomberg states, for example, if a family subscribes today to all Apple major services plus the highest iCloud storage tier, that would cost about $45 a month, and a new bundle will knock off $5 off of that. Bloomberg reports that in addition to these bundles, Apple plans to start offering new software and hardware combinations, like including a free year of Apple Arcade with purchases of an of an iP- um, Apple TV streaming box. However, Bloomberg says Apple doesn't plan to include monthly payment plans for iPhones or Macs with these bundles straight away. Possibly. Apple CEO Tim Cook has alluded to in the past. There's no specifics yet on pricing or the exact configuration of each bundle, but it's possible these details will change before the bundles are unveiled later this year. And there have been reports that Apple plans to offer subscription bundles since at least 2018, but seems they're much more concrete now. Just last month, code for, uh, was found in iOS 13.5.5 that referred to both the bundle offer and bundle subscription and in 2019 the company experimented with a bundle for students packaging together apple music plus apple tv apple has increasingly focused on recurring revenue from its services business in recent years particularly as sales of smartphones plateaued and as amazon has shown with prime which bundles together faster delivery alongside streaming music and video subscriptions can provide regular income with locking customers into a company's ecosystem once you've brought prime once you bought prime it makes sense to order from amazon apple subscription bundles could do the same if for its services and hardware and you know as they started to i mean i think it was last year when apple said that they were no longer going to reveal like how many iphones they sold and stuff like that because that's how the meat market always kind of related their success was how many ipads and how many iphones they sold they're like we're just going to talk about revenue because in the end it doesn't matter what's selling; they just need to keep revenue coming in, right? And these recurring services make a lot of fucking sense.
1: Doesn't matter how you make money; you just got to keep making it, exactly. But yeah, I'm I'm down with. It. I have a lot of this shit already. Although I'm probably gonna cancel the um more i iCloud storage because iCloud kind of sucks. Really? Like you can't. I'll give you one example. You can't upload folders. Really. Yeah. You can only upload files. So I have to go in there, I have to create a folder, then I have to highlight all the files, then drag it into that particular folder. It's like, it's not that big of a deal, but like OneDrive, it's like I'm using my computer. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's just whack. It's too simple. Um, But I have Apple Arcade. I have... um, Fucking the iCloud thing. I, I don't have Apple Music anymore. Although I might switch back to it if it's cheap. I got a good bundle going on because fucking $15 a month for Spotify is annoying. Because I out of everyone who uses it, I never fucking use it. So <laughs> I'm always paying for shit for other people. I'm fucking annoying. I know those other people are my children, but they need to get jobs. Get fucking tired of it. So, I think I tweeted about this. Yeah. And I said the Fortnite Apple issue is only interesting because it shouldn't be interesting. (laughs) Because everyone is saying that Apple, first of all, Apple and Google did the same thing, but everyone's clowning on Apple. Right. Because why not? And they're saying that, well, let me read it first for a bit of context. Okay, so this one's Apple-specific. Fortnite developer Epic Games is suing Apple after the company removed the game from its app store. In a lawsuit, Epic accuses the iPhone maker of anti-competitive and monopolistic behavior. Quote, Epic brings this suit to end... Apple's unfair and anti-competitive actions that Apple undertakes to unlawfully maintain its monopoly in two distinct multi-billion dollar markets. The company writes in a court filing pointing to Apple's control over the App Store and payments processing for in-app purchases. So they're upset that Apple controls the Apple um, App Store. Got it. Uh, (laughs) Notably, the game developer says it's not seeking monetary damages. But is instead asking the court to force Apple to change its App Store policy. Specifically, Epic takes issue with Apple's exorbitant 30% cut um, from in-app purchases and the fact that the iPhone maker doesn't allow developers to sell um, in to sell the same services outside of the App Store. A significant change to Apple's App Store rules would be a major boon to Epic, the iOS version of Fortnite has raked in more than $1.2 billion, according to data from analytics uh, firm Sensor Tower. Epic revealed the lawsuit after Apple booted Fortnite out of its store store hours after the game started offering iOS users discounts if they made purchases directly from Epic rather than within the game itself. Quote, Apple's removal of Fortnite is yet another example of Apple flexing its enormous power in order to impose unreasonable restraints and unlawfully maintain its 100% monopoly over the iOS in-app payment processing market, Epic State. So I'm just going to pause there. The monopoly that Apple holds is over the iOS (laughs) in-app. They made it. Like, I don't, it's so stupid, but we'll get there. It's fine. The lawsuit will likely rack, rack up pressure on Apple, which is already facing scrutiny over its app store practices. The company recently got into a public tiff with another developer, Basecamp, um, over the company's email app, which also sought to circumvent the Apple tax. CEO Tim Cook was grilled Um, on the company's App Store practices by members of Congress during an antitrust hearing last month. In a statement, this is funny, in a statement, Apple called Epic's actions unfortunate, but didn't directly address the lawsuit. So here's their statement.
0: Apple's statement was... Yeah,
1: here's (laughs) their statement. Today, Epic Games took the unfortunate step of violating the App Store guidelines that are applied equally to every developer and designed to keep the store safe for our users. As a result, their Fortnite app has been removed from the store. Epic enabled a feature that its app... In its app, which was not reviewed or approved by Apple, and they did so with the express intent of violating the App Store guidelines regarding regarding in app payments that apply to every developer who sells digital goods or services. Epic has had apps on the App Store for a decade and have benefited from the App Store ecosystem, including its tools, testing, and distribution that Apple provides to all developers. Epic agreed to the App Store terms and guidelines freely, and we're glad they've built such a successful business on the App Store. (laughs) The (laughs) fact that their business interests now lead them to push for a special arrangement does not change the fact that these guidelines create a level playing field for all developers and make the store safe for all users. We will make every effort to work with Epic to resolve these violations so that they can return Fortnite to the App Store. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is the funny thing. Apple has always charged. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Before before we go into that, I want to update it that Apple has joined the lawsuit against. Um, I mean, uh, Facebook has joined the lawsuit against Apple.
1: Oh yeah, Claiming don't
0: care. Claiming the same thing that they've done that because remember Facebook Gaming.
1: Yeah, they shut out Facebook Gaming because Facebook tried to sneak it in. Yeah. So here's the thing. Obviously, Apple has the Apple tax, okay? And that is one of the major tenets of why they don't want this to happen. It's like we're not getting our cut. Um but also there is a security issue, too. We're talking about payments and diverting people away from the app store to make payments is a no-no. Apple's always been like that. You know, it needs to be in a secure environment, blah, 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 blah. Google usually don't give a fuck. But that's what's funny is Google has also removed um, mm-hmm. Fortnite from the Google Play Store because they did the same thing to Google. Because right. Google also has a Google tax. Microsoft has a Microsoft tax. Sony has a PlayStation <laughs> tax. They all fucking do it. So here's the funny thing to me. They all do it. Apple's the biggest one, okay? Because $1.2 for for Epic from Fortnite. They had that shit ready to go. The lawsuit was filed almost minutes after. Yeah. Apple pulled it from... They knew what Apple was going to do. What does Apple do when you fucking don't follow their guidelines? They pull your shit. Yeah. Until you fix it. Google did the same exact thing. It's the same rule. Well, I don't they, think they're they suing they Google.
0: Only, uh, I th- yeah, they are.
1: They um, are? Okay, yeah, they weren't they, at first. Yeah, because... So, uh,
0: well, because... The thing is, is that here's the here's one of the things that people need to kind of understand between Apple and Google. Google has a little bit of leeway, even though by pulling it, because you can download an app directly from their site. On Android, Uh, if uh, and I'm going to use this as an example, because I always see it, you know, uh, when you go online is they also advertise that Pornhub has an app that you can Mm -hmm. download on your Android device, you can sideload it. You can sideload it, and anything that's available online, you can do it. But you have to give it permission, and then it'll it'll install. You can't do that with and uh, with Apple. So, no. And and the, you have to
1: jailbreak the phone in right, to do it. Right. In order
0: to do it, and one of the things is is that I always thought the Apple tax was a bit absurd. Thirty percent, like that's that's excessive. When all you're offering is a venue, it's a, it's basically like a store. That is okay. We're selling, um, we're, you're, you're coming, you know, we have a store, we are not, we have no, uh, we did not help develop the app, we have. We did not develop anything for it, all we're doing is hosting this, this app for people to buy, and if they buy through the app on our device, we get a cut. And I always thought, eh, I mean, it's like, yeah, okay, fine, but 30% seems a bit ex- ex- extensive you know, excessive. And it's kind of like, and they've been doing this for a long time. Everybody's been doing it. And here's, a, here's another thing too, is that Netflix, Hulu, uh, Amazon, everybody has found a way around it. They've even, enc- Amazon, even enc- Amazon and Netflix even encourage people to sign up online, go to your computer, or open the web browser and sign up for service online and then lo- download the app and then log in. Because if you sign up for their service through the app, they have to pay a cut. Mm-hmm. And so this isn't something new, but this was Epic trying to do the same thing they did with Sony when they uh, when they weren't going to with the whole oh uh, Fortnite. Remember that issue that Sony had with Fortnite? They weren't going to um, God, what was it? I think it was crossplay.
1: I think it was yeah, because at the time Sony didn't want to do crossplay.
0: They didn't want to do crossplay because. Nintendo and Microsoft said they were going to do it. And then Sony decided, oh, well, yeah, but we need to be careful with the security of our younger users. Basically, meaning that the other places don't. Um, And then people started.
1: And keep in mind, Nintendo was involved in the other group.
0: (laughs) Right, exactly. Who
1: who (laughs) treats children like Fabergé eggs. So I don't want (laughs) to fucking hear it.
0: And then, of course, there was a lot of outrage and people started to say like, hey, well, maybe we should not get it on Sony. And then Sony caved. And said, so like you know, because at that same time, it's like to me, it's like, okay, Fortnite is bigger than all your asses.
1: Yeah, but then at, the, at that same point, I don't think they only caved because Epic was throwing a fit. Like no, it's Sony their fan base. Their fan base was, was getting pressure a fit. about crossplay from a bunch of different Minecraft, like a bunch, a bunch of different places, including the fans. The fans were like, "Can you knock it off?" But the but the thing was is that
0: Fortnite was bigger as far as, you know, mass appeal. You know, it it was a bigger force to deal with than, than even some of those other ones. It had a bigger base and a more varied base. than And that's what kind of caused people to cave because you also had, you know, people within their community bitching and moaning about, hey, why is it that I have to buy an Xbox just so I can play with my friends? And then eventually Sony caved. And they have allowed cross-play with that, but not much else. But here's where I think... Um, Epic is going to try to swing that Fortnite dick, basically saying that oh, it's a big enough game that we can bypass all of this. But I don't think that's going to work, because if they do with that, then they're going to have to redo their whole thing or or, or arrange for a uh, smaller cut, which I don't think is going to do because Apple is very revenue. Uh, how, how, what's the word I'm turning? I'm looking for revenue obsessed. Yeah. So if they're going to cut like oh well we'll give you okay. Twenty percent versus ten—that's a hefty revenue cut. It's, but it is silly. It is silly.
1: It's silly, and I agree. Thirty percent is kind of high. But then, and I'm not over here trying to defend Apple. But sucking Apple's dick. <laughs> there is two things. There's two things to keep in mind here. Epic signed into the App Store and made that one point two billion dollars without any issue. And to me, this just feels like they're being greedy at this point because they didn't have a problem with it before. Second, it's more ins- it's it's almost more insulting that Google does it because Google is a fucking advertising company. They make plenty of money off yeah. shit that Apple doesn't make money off of. yeah so it's to me, thirty percent is a lot. But it's more justified for Apple to do it than it is for Google to do it, and oh. Apple's the only one getting shamed.
0: I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm, but I, I'm, but I'm pretty sure that I mean Google only did it after Apple did it. Well, oh, yeah, of course. But, but I think what what uh, Epic Games is going to probably use in their argument is going to use the fact that xCloud Cloud um, wasn't compliant; they were rejected. Um, uh, Google Stadia was rejected because. Um, And there was no real reason, but everybody kind of figured it was the revenue that that was the big problem. And um, even Steam was um, wasn't allowed on there for a while. And then I guess they finally caved and then allowed Steam on there. But it took a year for Steam to get on there. So Mm -hmm. there seems to be and keep in mind, you know, xCloud and Stadia, there's monetary stuff in there. So it's probably more of the cut that they're going to have to deal with.
1: Well, and here's the thing, too, is that like we, you could say, yeah, and it's a good point where they're just providing the, the venue or the store. But without that venue or store, they wouldn't have made the fucking billion bucks.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh which came first. You know, you know what I mean? Eggs, so yeah. it's like
1: I see the argument from both sides. I really do. But the problem is, is Epic is being a fucking dumbass about it. <laughs> they're just trying to brute force Apple and doing something. This ain't Sony. Yeah. Apple will tell you to go fuck yourself. Because that's how Apple is. Google too. but like we're dealing with American companies that's now. That's
0: going to be a bu- biggest Achilles heel for uh, for them is going to be where you have um, uh, other companies going, or the judge is going to say, "Yeah, but you signed into this agreement before. So why? Right. What's the problem now?"
1: We all know how American law works. Like you were yeah. fine with it before. What's what's wrong? You made too much money now. Yeah. I'm confused. Or or what what did they change that way? And that, the thing is, is the only person who changed anything was Epic. Yeah. Because they – and and honestly, the way No, they, no,
0: what I'm talking about is like when the judge goes, okay, well, no, I in, get the what you're con- saying. in the contract, what did you ch- what did Apple change? Did and then, Apple go
1: against the yeah, contract?
0: And then Epic's going to probably say, well, no, but we felt that it was like, okay, so why did you sign the deal then if, right. the, if you didn't like that?
1: Contracts are very important in America. Yeah. <laughs> but then also to the point of – um what was my point? Because I think it just escaped my fucking ear and floated away – um. I just think it's it's fucking it's just childish to be honest because like you said Netflix they found a way around it fine yeah. they suggest yeah. you know sign up and honestly who signs up on their phone for fucking Netflix like whatever dumbass but <laughs> the way they did it was you can there when you go to buy V Bucks which is the in-game money if you're in on the iPhone it said or google too it will say like the normal price and then it says epic store price and it's two it's like $3 cheaper and it's like well of course they're going to pick the epic store price right but you are in breach of a contract that you signed yeah and you've been profiting off of So it doesn't matter how you feel about the 30% because you were perfectly okay with it before. That's my issue with it. It's like, yeah, 30% is a lot, but it's not anti-competitive. The other one's doing it too. Yeah, Like their claims are just ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Like it would be one thing if they said, you know what? They want to go into talks with Apple about maybe cutting back a little bit on that 30%. It's not going to work, but I would understand what they were doing. But not like this. Like yeah. you were being a fucking asshole, <laughs> and it's so obvious, you know. Right. But whatever, we'll see what happens. Um, I highly doubt Apple's gonna fucking blink. Yeah, I they've agree. they've held true to that thirty percent, and everyone's been perfectly fine with it. <laughs> they people complain, but everyone's fi- and all the other companies copied them, right? Because I I'm pretty sure Google's the same exact percentage.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, probably. If, if yeah, I'm and the sure. only
1: way I'm going off is V Bucks price because my my kids play Fortnite. I know that the V Bucks on the iPhone is nine ninety nine for however however many. It's the same exact price on the Xbox. The same exact price on the PlayStation. The same exact price on the Google Phone. So what the fuck? <laughs> it's almost like when um, they attacked McDonald's for having unhealthy food. It's like what about everybody else? Nah, we're just gonna attack McDonald's because they're the biggest one. Right? Exactly. You know what I mean, but whatever. Yeah. They should have attacked Xbox. Make more money doing that. Microsoft <laughs> got all the money, bro. Yeah.
0: Well, so we'll stay on this and see how this turns out.
1: <laughs> I Thought it was funny. I just, I wasn't even. I didn't even give a fuck. And then I started looking at. It, I'm like, oh my god, ethics a fucking dick, dude. That's, <laughs> that's the friend you don't want.
0: Right. They're the one. They're the kind of people that you know when everybody pitches in to leave a uh, leave a uh, tip. You know, they're the ones that leave last and then scalp the tip.
1: Right. Epic's the one that's like, hey, can I borrow your car right quick? You could borrow my car, but you need to promise to fill the tank up when you bring it back. Uh, Yeah, bet. I promise. You promise. Yeah, I promise. I'll fill the tank up. Comes back later in the day, tank's on E. What happened? Well, you know what? I was cool with it, but then I decided that that was fucking bullshit, so I didn't (laughs) want to do it anymore, so fuck you. That's basically what Epic's doing. Right.
0: (laughs) <laughs> I know, okay. Uh, my, um but I was gonna do it, but then I thought, see my fucking car. <laughs>
1: yeah. All of a sudden, I realized, fuck you! I'll do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> it's like Jesus.
0: It's like, damn man. All right. Uh, all right. So, as we do, before we jump into our main story this week, um, actually, let me rephrase that. Uh, on the other side of the break, here we go. go. Uh, we'll be discussing the great. DC Comics Massacre of 2020. That was a bloodbath over there. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Rest in peace. Uh, So, uh, we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So, if you like DC Comics in any way, you most likely heard what happened this week. So, you may remember back, back in time, let's go to the Wayback Machine. Uh, there was a merger between AT&T <laughs> and Time I 1. feel dumb. But <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel liberated. Um, there, uh, when they merged, there was, ov- a, there was basically going to be some massive layoffs. But through the deal they made in order to get through, they said, well, we're not going to do it right away. They did piecemeal here and there, but we all knew this was kind of coming then enter the coronavirus, and that accelerated plans a great deal. Mm-hmm. So this last week, uh, they massive layoffs hit primarily targeting Warner Brothers. Uh, one of the hardest hit was DC Entertainment, which reported a large swath of staff on both DC Comics and DC Universe being laid off. Now, the Hollywood Reporter says that a third of the layoffs came from DC editorial staff on Monday, which was roughly about 600 layoffs at WarnerMedia, including editors such as Brian Cunningham, Mark Doyle, and Andy Curry, the, um, the latter of which was um, formed a major part of DC's complete rebranding and organization of its comic outputs in the establishment of the Black Label line a few years ago. Some members of DC's editorial operations were also not spared. The THR notes the senior VP of... Publish, um, publishing strategy and su- support services. Jesus, these titles, man. It's like their monograms look like an eye chart. Uh, Hank, Can- um, Hank Canals, VP of marketing and creative services, jo- Jonah Whelan, the founder of comic, uh, comics uh, website. They use the term comic journalism. I'm like, this is a comic site. There's no journalism yeah, involved in, in comic book resources had only joined DC Comics in 2019 and was part of the layoffs this year. Uh, and VP Global Publishing Initiative and Digital Strategy Bobby Chase, who helped spearhead DC Comics' hugely successful push into young adult and kid-focused graphic novels in recent years, were all let go. Uh, Editor-in-Chief Bob Harass, who faced scrutiny over years along with others for allegedly protecting some employees like accused sexual harasser Eddie uh, Barganza and admitted sexual harasser Scott Lob- Lobdell, was um, part of the major depart- departures. However, Jim Lee, DC's chief commercial officer, remains in place. Comicbooks.com reported that AT&T, for un- reasons inexplicably known, unknown, is looking to bring in a general manager from the world of esports, end quote, to replace the lost editorial talent, indicating a grim prospect for the publisher, even as it continues to mine its decades of work in new film and TV properties. And DC Comics was not, only, was, um, was not the only part of the wider DC umbrella that took hits DC Collectibles, the DC yeah. merchandising arm, uh, that created the action figures and statues and all that other stuff was, um, that had been part of the company for over t- two decades had been cut entirely, uh, as part of Warner brother, Warner media's shifting focus to capitalize on the success of HBO max <laughs> success. A major, <laughs> a, a vast majority of staff working on DC universe streaming platform was also let go. And there were some expected given the fact that most of their, uh, original content was being moved over to, uh, HBO max. Um, so it's, it's a pretty, pretty huge deal. Now, keep in mind, like I said, you know, a lot of this was, uh, kind of already seen coming. Uh, when you, you have mergers like that, that you're always going to see, you know, big layoffs coming. However, the coronavirus probably accelerated a lot of that. You have Warner Brothers that hasn't been able to release a a new movie uh, in theater since March. Uh, You have no movies in production, no television shows in production. You have no ad revenue coming in. um, Comic books, they were shut down for, what, two months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and so there was a lot of that going on. Not to mention they also cut ties with Diamond Comics early on to start creating their own, which I guess in the long run finds themselves to, you know, make money that way. Uh, DC Universe—you kind of already saw it coming because of you know them moving everything to HBO Max, um, you know, and and we've heard stories about you know Warner Brothers looking to or at t looking to maybe sell off DC, um, you know, with the with the slash that's coming. I mean, the whole esports, you know, people for editorial kind of was like, how does that even make sense?
1: Yeah. I really, I hope they do sell DC. <laughs> to be completely honest, and I think someone because if DC goes for sale, it's not going to be bought by some weird investment firm. It's going to be bought by someone big, right? Because it's fucking DC. I mean, the the while Warner Brothers has dragged it through the fucking mud. I mean, people love those characters, yeah. You know, so you could really do something big with it. And also, too, I mean, imagine if Marvel bought DC. Or D- Disney or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I get it. Disney owns yet another company. But, I mean, they haven't exactly done poorly right. with the things that they've bought. So, I mean, and, <laughs> I mean, would like a little fucking respect <laughs> for DC. It's annoying, bro. I
0: know. It, and, you know, with, with some of the stuff going on, it's kind of like, you know, I understand, like, AT&T. And keep in mind, at t has an enormous amount of debt. And here's, you know, which is something that most people don't really seem to kind of understand. You know, everybody thinks, oh, well, AT&T, the the phone company. Well, yeah, it's a phone company which still has trouble staying relevant. And and everybody that has them, it has them. AT&T
1: always feels like your dad's phone. Yeah. Like no one has AT&T. Like most people don't.
0: Yeah, and the people that do have AT&T is not because they want AT&T. It's kind of they're they're stuck with it. They also or
1: businesses. They have a couple of deals with businesses right. and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then you also have Directv. They bought Directv because they figured, oh, we have Directv. We have a way to kind of, you know, go with all the product and and own a a you know a, like Universal has Comcast and you know so it's like oh we have this so we can push out our content. And then you have Direct t v, which has been skyrocketing in, in in because they were they were decent before AT & T bottom, and then the AT & T buys them, and then the prices even go more because, oh, guess what we have to pay for all the money that we right. we shelled out for them, so we're going to get it through the customers, and then they drop. at
1: & t right now is good at fucking up companies. <laughs> they <laughs> we, keep buying companies and ruining them
0: well we keep I've always said. You know, and and AT and T kind of said it to themselves years ago. They hate their customer base, so yeah. they they pretty much have stuck to that kind of that kind of thing. You know, and and uh,
1: they're more trying to manipulate everybody and not like entertain them.
0: Right, exactly. So you know, there's there's a lot of debt they have, and so in order to do that, they kind of thought that oh well, if we buy Directv and then we have Warner Brothers, we'll have these big content creators, and we'll be able to make big money off this. And then everything they touched, everything started go, things started going downhill. Because a lot of people said that them buying DirecTV was a mistake right when they were buying it too. Yeah, because, it didn't make any sense. Because people were cutting the cord. People were leaving that. And DirecTV has seen a huge drop. And there's been rumors that they're even trying to sell DirecTV, even to Sling or Dish, is even considering buying that. They expand mm. theirs, but there you have a problem. And then they go into Warner Brothers, and then it's like, okay, they seem to be kind of doing okay. Then coronavirus hits, and it takes not just the film; it takes everything down. So there's no revenue coming in. So you know, it's it. They huge. have so
1: much debt; they don't have, they can't support themselves with no revenue coming in for a while. Like you take take a company like Disney. Disney gonna be all right. <laughs> you know what I mean like they, yeah it sucks they're not making as much money as they usually do but they got reserves yeah. they took all the movies out the vault put on Disney plus they put the money in the vault you feel me like <laughs> they got plenty of backup but fucking AT&T keeps squandering their shit yeah. like they have good shit DirecTV is not good I don't know why anyone would buy that it's like I'm gonna It's it's almost like whoever decided to buy a Betamax at the very end you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but, um, or, you know what it reminds me of when, um, dish bought blockbusters blockbuster to get its streaming service. <laughs> I was like, you're going, you're doing a lot to get a little bro. Yeah. You know, and then that worked for about six months. Um, but yeah, I think at and trash. Um, <laughs> 125%. And, um, I just don't, you know. I, I've been a DC Comics fan for a long time, but it's not. It's not about being a fan. It's that a lot of a lot of that content is important to people, and I would hate for it to just get erased because AT and T doesn't know how to count. Right. You know, it's 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 really annoying. Like it, it um the layoffs I I expected. Right. To be honest, but the downsizing of it or whatever. But just seeing, seeing what's happening is, is fucking sad, bro. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, honestly, they can keep the shows. Just sell the comic books to someone else.
0: <laughs> right. Well, you that's know what, what I mean? I, <laughs> you know, because some people are saying, like, oh, then DC would have all these rights. And I'm like, no, because if they were selling they were just going to probably sell the comic rights, meaning they'll retain all the movie rights.
1: So they can keep fucking so those can, up.
0: So they can, yeah, keep fucking those up, but make money off those because those are going to make more money than the comics would. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But like, look, like, and that's why I'm on board and I was hesitant at first because, um, Steve was like, oh yeah, Disney can buy, can buy DC. I'm like, fuck off you fucking bullshit. (laughs) But then I started thinking about it. I was like, what, what happened when Disney got the fucking, um, the star Wars books on the Marvel label fire books, bro. They were telling amazing that Darth Vader fucking was still oh, dude, that's still good amazing book. bro. And then we could have crossovers for days. They take the two universes and just squish them together. We could have ridiculous.
0: We could have those DC Marvel books again, you know, like we did back All in the All the day. time.
1: All the time. There would be no limit.
0: Or even smaller companies like, you know, uh, IDW or, you know, yeah. or some like or uh, and keep in mind
1: did or um marvel and dc do not dislike each other they were friends for forever they just i think uh when dc moved to california it changed but because they're not right next to each other but they had no problem it was the big and fucking warner brothers and stuff like that that didn't want to work with you know the competitor or whatever but they're all just creators like they just they want to create shit you even know. even
0: when DC le- left um, left New York, you know, Marvel did a thing on Instagram where they were they had the Marvel heroes saying goodbye to them. You I'll know just choke me up, bro. I was yeah. thinking, what the way? It's because that you know, it's like to them they're like you know, most of those people that have worked for <laughs> that worked for D C used to work for Marvel. Yeah. And vice versa. You know, so it's like you know, there there is it's not no there ain't there's, you know, a lot of a lot of uh respect there.
1: So yes I definitely want um Disney to make that purchase no act like you can't fucking afford it because they could buy a t and t if they wanted to <laughs> can a you imagine
0: get get a t buy a t t and start selling iPhones with mouse ears <laughs> <And for real. laughs>
1: like it's like at this point I don't even care. I welcome our Disney overlords
0: <laughs>
1: with open arms
0: yeah you always hear about people going oh fucking Disney's gonna fuck it up like they did everything else it's like Really, Disney hasn't fucked anything up. It's like, are we really? We're we're stuck on that whole like, oh, I bet you also believe Microsoft is the evil overlords, you know? Well, that's app, the thing is Apple. I, Apple is the 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 the, the underdog,
1: right? <laughs> I tend to be hesitant when one company owns everything. I mean, you should be as an American. I mean, it's it's not good, but one Disney doesn't own everything. Right. The stuff they own is just really high profile. Right. So you're like, oh, shit. You don't realize that there's tons of shit going on outside of Disney that you watch and listen to and all that other shit. But Disney has four main properties, and you'll see them listed at the top of your Disney Plus subscription, which there's, is have- Star Wars, Marvel, themselves, <laughs> and um, just what is it? Uh, Discovery or National, National Geographic? Geographic. I think it's National Geographic. And
0: then they also own – ESPN, so they have a sports ESPN, channel. They own a, which, lo- they own a local channel,
1: ABC. You I'm going to tell you like this. Every single property they own is damn near perfect. They, they haven't done anything. All they did was go, hey, you guys know how to write these stories. We'll just give you money. Yeah. How about that? They did that with Star Wars. One of the best stories was when they were making Rogue One. and the people who made Rogue One, Steve knows this, but I'll say it anyway, um, they were making Rogue One. They made a safe ending where people didn't die. And they said, "Well, we made this, you know, because you're Disney. <laughs> and then Disney's like, make the ending you want to make. Well, you're the creator, you make it. We'll We'll pay for it. Just just make it. And I'm like, that that right there is when I started gaining some respect to be real because I was like, you know what? Warner Brothers wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well Warner Brothers would be like you to make the one we think you need to make. That's it.
0: <laughs> Especially when it's a comic book story.
1: Um, oh my god, fucking Warner Brothers can suck my dick.
0: <laughs> but and I
1: used to love all of Warner Brothers shit too.
0: And you also have keep in mind, you know, like people bitch about, you know, them destroying everything. The Muppets actually came back with that when they did the they did their two movies. Yeah, they yeah. had that series that came out. I actually thought that series was funny. I've I
1: I seen a couple episodes I thought it was yeah,
0: dope I thought it was pretty meta I thought it was cool but like people were all bitching about and it's the same people that were saying these aren't the Muppets I grew up with or whatever because they were being meta and <laughs> shit and then they did one for Disney Plus which seems to be doing okay mm. and it's like Pixar Pixar's been doing yeah they had a run where they started to kind of make a bunch of sequels and then they realized hey you know what we got to stop making sequels and start making new shit And and they did fine with that so it's like you know and Marvel, yeah, because, oh, God, they took over Marvel, and Marvel just went straight to shit after that.
1: Yeah, Marvel's been <laughs> fucking prospering yeah. in movies and comics. The comics have been handled very well. You know why? Because Disney let Marvel handle the comic books. Yeah. They didn't get in the middle of it. They just said, let's just make sure it's distributed well. I'm surprised, actually, that Disney didn't bow out of um, uh, Diamond as well. Yeah, because Disney can fucking distribute their own comic books. You know, yeah,
0: they don't, yeah, you, you <laughs> they don't the, need anyone you have, else. You have the CEO going. Um, how much? How much do you need to start? He pulls out his wallet. Just, through. He's <laughs> well, like, hey, just let, let me, a, let me count
1: thing. that out here. for you real okay, quick. Here you go. You're,
0: here's some money. Go ahead. Do that and bring the. He receipt. got Scrooge
1: McDuck money. Just <laughs> boop boop. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, like it's,
0: it's one of those. He opens. You know, like he has a little vault. You know, those little safes that you have <laughs> in a wall. Opens it yeah. up, climbs inside, and it's just like a huge extra building with just money in it. You know not even so cr- not even wrapped up it's just all loose cash just all over the place.
1: It's just so crazy to me because when you look at it like Disney like we said Disney has done so it's it's a level of respect because Disney has the power they could have walked into all of those companies and said fuck you. You need to do it the way I want to do it. Not only is it respect but it's also business savvy because they're like listen, you guys are obviously know what you're doing. That's because the, the difference between AT&T and Disney is Disney's not buying shit companies. Yeah that are on the way out. They're buying stuff that's big. Like, they bought Fox 2. They haven't really done too much with Fox yet, but I'm interested to see. Like, I'm at this point where whenever Disney's going to do something new, I'm like, oh, I want to see it. Yeah. Because I know it's going to be fire. You know what I mean? The Warner Brothers says a new DC movie coming out, and sadly, I'm like, good, it's going to be shit. <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. The only movies you see me caring about with Disney, or with um, DC now, are them animated joints. Warner Brothers don't seem to care about those,
0: and the and their original TV stuff, their streaming stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: But even then, I'm not too big on the CW shows. They're no, corny No, I'm talking fuck. about the streaming stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. The streaming stuff's pretty fire. Um, Doom Patrol's dope. I think it's because you wouldn't be able to do Doom Patrol. Oh, you in do no Warner Brothers' a... way. It wouldn't make any sense. Yeah,
0: on a CW way, or you know, I mean, uh, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing.
1: That and, Harley Quinn is fire too. Harley it, Quinn. It, it, the Harley Quinn cartoon, it crosses lines I didn't think they were going to, to be <laughs> completely honest, and in a great way. But it's, fu- I mean, there's a couple episodes that are soft, whatever, but it's its um—it's—it's um it's, it's a great animated show, and now, I can't I, sing its praise as much, any higher. There's a few of them I haven't seen, though, I have to, because I canceled my DC Universe thing.
0: Well, now that, now, I mean, since I have HBO Max, I guess I can check out the first season, because I've kind of, I wanted to check it out. And it's so, funny, dude. So I'll have to check it out.
1: It's so fucking funny. And and there's all types of name drops. Like you're a comic book fan, so you'll probably know most of them, but especially being a DC fan, like they pull some C list fucking <laughs> villains. Like, and I'm like, oh my god, like who the fuck? There was one I had to look up. And when I looked him up, I instantly remembered. It was like, if you got me looking it up, you pulling from the fucking back, dude. But it was so funny. And um, I don't know, man. I, I It's kind of a weird time. I kind of
0: like, I mean, I saw a, a promo mm-hmm. for it. I don't know if this was in an episode, but they actually made fun of fanboys. They mm-hmm. have two guys in a basement talking shit about the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. And, and then they're looking at it and they're like, okay. Like,
1: it, it, it can get meta too. Mm-hmm. And I know you dig that shit. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It's um, I, f- I keep forgetting I have it because I have HBO on um, Hulu. I think.
0: Yeah, I think I you told know. me you you had it on there, so you can yeah. see it on there. I gotta watch Doom Patrol should. too. I haven't. I I fell behind, but I was waiting for the whole season to be done, so then I can just binge it.
1: See, I don't like that. We've had this conversation before. Huh. I like watching the episode. And then thinking about the episode for that week. I don't want too many t- I don't new- want
0: I don't want too much time to think about it.
1: <laughs> Cause then, then shit just starts getting nitpicky. I also don't have time to binge watch. It. I have enough time to watch one episode. <laughs> I don't have the attention span either.
0: Yeah, but sometimes if the story catches me really good, I kinda wanna keep watching, you know, having to wait a week. Kinda. I don't know. I
1: love sometimes, and maybe I'm, sometimes I'm waiting just, a
0: week kind of like, okay, I kinda lose the zest for it.
1: Maybe I'm just nostalgic, but I love that anticipation for the next week's episode. I dig it. I kind of miss it. And we've had this conversation. I, yeah. I miss it from back in the day, like, N- next week on Star Trek. You, know, you well, get that little teaser and you're like, oh, shit. because,
0: like, I don't mind that with Star Trek. Like, I don't mind uh, that, they, you know, the week stuff for Star Trek. I don't mind that. Uh, but if it's a show I get into, like, Perry Mason, I got into, like, the first two episodes and then I was like, okay, you know, this week is kind of dragging it out a little bit too much for me. So I'd rather, you know, watch, watch a few and then just kind of like, okay, you know, kind of, you know, that I'm getting into it, I'm feeling it and watch it. But, you know, I think it's, it's stuff that I, I'm like, I want to watch, I want to see it, I want to see the whole thing. So, um, like I kind of started watching um, uh, Dickinson on Apple TV Plus because I forgot I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like, go ahead. And then I was, oh, I was going through Spotify and I saw her. I was like, "God, she's cute. And then I'm like, oh, that's right. She's in Dickinson because she posted, posted some of that. So I was kind of, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. My,
1: my son has watched that whole thing. I didn't. Yeah, But he said it was good.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I like the way, I like how they illustrate the language between parent and child. Because remember, remember it's a period piece. So all the adults speak as if they would a, during that time but all the kids speak the way they are now, you mm-hmm. know? So it's, it's kind of like, it's interesting. I looked at that and I go, Oh, and I kind of thought about it and maybe I thought too much into it. I go, Oh no. Cause parents always say kids speak in a different language than their kids or kids speak in a different language. So I thought, okay, I can, I can see that. I
1: can see how they, someone, uh, someone asked me that recently. They said it was at work and they go, well, not at work, but during work. <laughs> They go, are you able to even understand your kids? And I go, what are you talking about? And it's like, well, don't they speak like slang? And I'm like, my kids speak English. I don't really, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like, well, with all the slang, my kids don't speak slang to me. They're kids slang. They speak it, but they don't speak it to me. It's like, wow, my kids do. It's like, well, my kids are fucking stupid. <laughs> like, why are you going to talk to a 35-year-old man with like Cardi B slang? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking And then I'm going to get – I think it's because I get irritated very quickly. And my kids know that. <laughs> well, I, I think, Especially if I'm confused. I get fucking irritated. So they're like, I'm not going to piss them off.
0: I think for, for me, looking at it that way is like speaking every night like, means that, you know, how normally like teenagers, particularly teenagers, always feel like their parents don't understand them. Even yeah. though they can speak English to them, but they just don't get it. And that's kind of where I see them talking with the way the kids talk as now – you know, the way that it's using current slang among the the young characters, but the older characters kind of speak more eloquently, more stuff that you would expect from something like this. And I thought, OK, because it's kind of spe- speaking to the kids. that like all teenagers felt like this, you know, and I was like, OK, I, I see that. I go, that's actually kind of interesting. I
1: might peep it out. I always say, like, I might check this out, but it's like, fuck, I only have so many hours in the day, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I work 10 of them every weekday, you <laughs> know, so shit. Um, what I should do is throw it on while I'm working.
0: There you go. I I do yeah. that too a lot of times where if I'm doing stuff for the site and stuff like that, I'll I'll throw it on there and see you know see how it's um, see how it goes and it's, once I start, but I got to be careful because once I start paying more attention to that than what I'm doing, then that's that's the, the problem. That's when you're like, oh shit, okay, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta not do that. <laughs> <laughs> or if, uh, like when I'm writing, like when I'm writing and stuff like that, if I'm listening to you know music, regular you know songs. Sometimes I'll find myself starting to write the lyrics Mm -hmm. and then be like, oh shit. So then I got to go to like, um, you know, uh, classical or movie scores or something like that.
1: Like, I I found when I work, I can't listen to good hip hop, (laughs) but I can listen to shitty hip hop. (laughs) Like, I can listen to that gutter fucking nonsense hip hop because I don't care what the words are. It's just the beat's hot. Right. But if it's good, like, I tried it. What was I doing? I was working and I, I tried to put on like an old fucking red man album where it's like heavily lyrical. And I just would stop working, you know, <laughs> cause you're listening to the music. So I'm like, I gotta put on some ghetto shit. And I think I put on like fucking juvenile <laughs> stupid shit. Dude.
0: It's funny too. Cause, um, I don't know why, but lately I know we're off topic now cause I think we're t- done with that topic. But, um, I've been watching reaction videos like all week for some reason. I'm just getting, it's been too hot to do anything and I can't really Mm -hmm. focus on it because it gets so hot that I, uh, uh, by the way, I don't have any central heating and air. So that's why it gets so hot that I can't focus on anything. So if you see, if you go to the website and you don't see with the exception of the podcast, you don't see a whole lot of extra content. It's because I'm just not feeling it. Um, But you can go to our Twitter account and I do retweet stuff there.
1: Um, oh, he's on Twitter.
0: <laughs> my person, my <laughs> personal Twitter is on fire. But if you're my the lazy geeks, I've been trying to kind of manage to go on to that. Uh, but anyway, um, I've been watching reaction videos and it's these reaction montages where it's just like a group. You, you see clips of all these different um, YouTube reaction videos all on one and you're watching it. So you get to see a bunch of people's different reactions. And it's one of those things where I'm just kind of like I'm laughing because like, you know, everybody's reaction to certain shit kind of fills me with, like, a little bit of joy, you know? Like, you hear about all this stuff of people, oh, fucking Star Wars is trash and blah, blah, blah. Oh, um, Last Jedi was trash. Oh, Rise of Skywalker is trash. But you watch these videos and you see these people getting excited over stuff that's supposed to be trash. And it's like, you're kind of like, okay. So, you know, it kind of raises a little bit of, like, I guess hope
1: (laughs) I think what I and I've seen those videos as well and we were talking about that the other day I think what it does is the internet as a whole and people are too fucking jaded these days like I hear people dissect things and like miss the entire point like they're talking look at the Star Trek new Star Trek yeah You know, people are the new Star Wars or whatever. And people are like, this is the most garbage thing I've ever seen. It's like, then your life is weird. Yeah. Like, and, and it's like, and then you have people who shit like me. I like Howard the duck, the movie. It's a horrible movie. Right. You know, it's like, there's this sense of like, there are people out there that don't like anything (laughs) (laughs) and that must be so shitty for them. I just feel bad for them. Like you've got yourself, you've, you've put, you've backed yourself into a corner of like hating everything that now it's uncool not to hate it. Right. Like it's your job to find the negative, which is in everything. Yeah.
0: Well, what's, what's funny too, is I actually stumbled across a blog, a blog of a guy who was talking about Star Trek, but he made it a specific point to not talk trash about it. He's like, you know, he goes, we're only talking about you know, Star Trek in a good way. We're not sitting here going to bitch about I was like, wow, to that point, that's where you're actually like, wow, that's refreshing. Like, yeah. you know, actually talk about something. And, you know, it's like those guys that um, do that uh, DC comic squad cast. Like, they'll t- say a title is, is like, you know, it didn't hold my interest. You know, the story felt a little this, but they don't bash it.
1: You yeah, know. they just go not for me.
0: Yeah, it's like it didn't work. They, for but me. aren't
1: they from the east coast? They—they they always have like a very east coast vibe.
0: I always thought one was from the kind of closer to the like maybe on that board cusp between east coast midwest kind yeah. of thing. I think one of them. Because they like have that.
1: that, I like that puck. Because they have that vibe. They're real quick. Yeah. They're like yeah, it's all right. You know, it's got a couple artists in there I like and stuff. But I don't know, it just wasn't for me. Anyway. I, I mean, the
0: worst, the worst. <laughs> I mean, the worst that they had was their just that Justice League comic. You know, they came out of, not Rebirth, but the. Um, Oh, that one that came out after Rebirth. Um, well, whatever. When they did the the next big thing after Rebirth, um, the Justice League title, they were like, oh my God, they keep wasting, you know, they, they're they frustrated by the comic, but they, they, they don't sit there and go, it's garbage, it's total trash. These yeah, guys they're still
1: go- fans. They're just frustrated by the direction. Yeah, I, I fully agree that, um, I honestly, dude, people, a lot of people love to hate things. And misery loves company. It's easy to get clicks. It's easy to get attention when you're being negative. I mean, just look at the news. Yeah. You know, and and on. I don't know what makes me different. I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I really don't. Like if it's from a homie, someone I, you know, I trust their opinion on things like Steve. Steve sometimes will fucking murder a motherfucking thing when we're talking about something. But I know where he's coming from. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I understand and he always says like I fucking hated it, but this is why. <laughs> you know, it's not just it's trash because it's not like the old one. Yeah, and you, just you'll some never stupid.
0: Hear, you'll never hear an argument ex- except for the first couple of episodes of uh the first season of Discovery. The difference that they did between where Star Trek was supposed to take place was a bit jarring. So it took a little yeah. time to get used to that. But for the most part, I'll never say it's garbage simply because it's garbage. Or it's not because it wasn't the way I grew up with. You know, I I, I used to sit there and think, like, when people say, oh, it murdered, it dis- it killed my childhood. It's like, no, your childhood's still there. People are
1: dramatic, dude.
0: And that, it's that's like kind saying of a- It's like saying, I'm going to kill myself because what I became murdered my childhood. It's like, that makes no sense.
1: <laughs> that's like a trick with... Americans in language now too like if someone likes their room clean they're OCD it's like no you're not <laughs> like it's really it's really fucking everyone's no, when over dramatic when you're
0: OCD that's when you take your DVD collection and then put it in alphabetical order yeah. Like, by or you turn the doorknob
1: twenty-seven yeah. times to the right before you can open the door,
0: or you have to come three times before you, you know, before you tell a lady to get out of your house. You I know, thought that
1: was every all the time. I didn't know that was an OCD thing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it is because you have to come <laughs> the same way.
1: <laughs> my point. My point in this <laughs> extremely off-topic. I don't even remember how we got here. I
0: don't remember either.
1: Um, but I. Have gotten to the point in my life where if someone's being overly negative, and I don't fuck with them, like they're not a friend of mine, I'm just gonna I'm gonna bow out. I don't care. You know, it, I think people need to learn. It was an old skill back in the day. It was called tact, so you can say, you know, what I didn't like this. This is why. Blah 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 blah.
0: blah. Right. Not. Now jump onto a YouTube video just to talk about- This is the fucking
1: worst thing ever. Completely forgetting that- Off of, every, a, te- off of a teaser trailer, like it's garbage. Right. Every TV show or fucking movie or whatever, you can, you can believe whatever you want about it. Somebody poured their heart and soul into that fucking thing. So constructive criticism is always important, but if it's just criticism, <laughs> you're just being a dick. You know, like stop- like I, I, can, I can only believe – like I know Star Wars has gotten a lot of heat for being SJW or something. Um, and I'll admit the new Star Wars movies, they haven't been bad movies. They just haven't really been holding my attention too much. Like I haven't seen the new one and I keep forgetting I haven't seen it.
0: Hmm.
1: Like it's just not – And I, but I never was a huge Star Wars fan to begin with. But I haven't said anything bad. I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's they seem kind of paint by numbers a little bit, you know, whatever. But – it is what it is. As long as people are enjoying them, that's fine. But um, some people are just like the, it's not just the worst movie. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. Well, because I, they've changed Star Wars. And I'm watching it, I'm like, the problem that I have with it is they didn't change it. Yeah. It's the same exact well, fucking thing. Well, here's it's the, the same thing. kind of music, it's the <laughs> same story, it's the same <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Well, one of the things that, that
0: bothered me about this whole, you know, so they released like uh, the Force Awakens, and everybody said, "Oh, it was fun," but it was just retelling of A New Hope. Yes, it was, but everybody seemed kind of okay with that. And then you had the other side that came out, and goes, "It was the same story. It was bullshit. It was like you know, it's it's just retelling of the first one. Want something different?" The Last Jedi comes out, completely different, complete, a little more artistic, a little more, you know, it's talking about oh being a Jedi isn't about lineage. It's about being open. Anybody can be a Jedi and all of this stuff and about finding hope in, in a dark time, which is kind of mirror for this, you know, what, what we were going through at the time. And then suddenly it was like, Oh, that's hot garbage. It's not my star Wars. It's not the star Wars I grew up with. It's like, what the fuck? God. And it was like, and the only ones that I actually found that really liked it were like people that were more cinephiles that like star Wars, but were more cinephiles. So, like my friend Patrick actually thought it was probably the best one of of the trilogy, and for me, like I didn't I the the rise of Skywalker was okay. The very there were certain parts that kind of caught me, but for the most part, it was kind of like okay. So we basically kind of rammed a story down, kind of throwing away everything that happened because we wanted to play it safe. And my my whole thing was okay. So we took all these daring little things in in the right in the last Jedi and in the rise of Skywalker, we went back to playing it safe. And to me that bothered me
1: even though that, and that was pissing me off too, is that they were listening to the fans too much.
0: Yeah. And then it was also Make the movie you want to make like my, my friend goes, what do you think about JJ Abrams coming back to it? And I was like, I go, well, we know it's going to play it safe because that's what he does. It's, it's popcorn movie for him. And Ryan, um, Ryan Johnson created something very, very cool. And I thought, Ooh, I would have liked to have gone with that a little bit more. And you know, but you have the same thing happening with the Mandalorian. It's not that
1: was the the middle one, right? Yeah, yeah, I liked that one the most out yeah. of all of them.
0: Yeah, I thought because it had
1: a different vibe to it. Yeah, and there was kind of danger. Like it, the thing, the thing with Star Wars movies in general is, and this isn't a negative. I don't feel it's like they're trying to make me feel tense, but I don't feel tense because everything. Feels like everything's gonna be fine anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's I know very, these guys are
0: signed for three movie contracts, so I know they're not going anywhere.
1: Right? Like it's <laughs> it's not to think outside the box or anything, but Star Wars is presented in a way that's extremely uplifting, yeah. which is fine. But when you sit there and try to try to convince me that the main the main character is gonna die, I'm like, no, they're not. Yeah, it's like you're. You're not Game of Thrones. Like <laughs> this isn't gonna happen, right? You know what I mean. But I enjoyed um, that middle movie and Rogue One. I think those are my two favorite ones, and I haven't seen the last one. I
0: mean, Rogue, and like I, I mean, said, Rogue One, Darth Vader going to an eleven is kind of like something we wanted to see. For that the was the time. one
1: time in Star Wars I was tense. <laughs> Cause I know this motherfucker don't play. And everyone in there was a fucking C-roll. Like, they all going to get it.
0: Well, like, my thing is, it's like, oh, we have all these awesome Darth Vader comics now coming out. Let's make a Darth Vader movie. Let's just have a Darth Vader movie. Fuck yeah. Taking one you of know. those storylines.
1: Uh, yeah, right?
0: All right? I
1: think Star Wars is going to get, last thing I want to say on this, I think Star Wars is going to get a lot better now, though, because they're moving on from the Skywalker clan. I think it's just how many decades like I think we're done (laughs) yeah you know nine movies is
0: enough to tell of a story
1: because look at the Mandalorian fire bro the Mandalorian is like the first Star Wars thing and like I said I didn't get to I didn't get to see the I saw the old the first three at the same time that I saw the prequels Mm. because I just never seen them and um so I didn't get that rush of seeing them when they first came out and stuff. Like that. I missed that. But like when I saw the Mandalorian, I got that fucking rush, but that show was fucking awesome. So there you go.
0: There we go. All right. So, uh, our one last thing tonight. Um, first off, I want to say for all you white women, cause this just really seems to be a white woman kind excuse of, excuse me <laughs> for all you <laughs> white women. Um, Use your tongue a bit more. No, just kidding. Um oh, okay. <laughs>
1: All you white bitches.
0: <laughs> All you white women that wanna be political, but oh, I really don't believe in the whole Black Lives Matter movement and stuff like that. Oh, but I need a I need to sound like I'm involved in something. So I'm gonna go in with the save the children thing and are bitching about Facebook removing the hashtag save the children and and you're and that you just realized in twenty twenty that there is a you know, human sex trafficking ring of children that you just realize there's one of that, <laughs> Yeah. you know, um, shut up and sit down. I, I really just want you all to shut up and sit down. Um, so recently, and this, is from, uh, this comes from the New York Times. So the is by Kevin Roos. Recently, an acquaintance posted a, a photo of her Instagram story showing the map of the United States filled with big red dots. This is not a map of COVID, the caption read. It's a map of human trafficking. And under the photo was a hashtag, Save the Children. A few days later, I saw the same hashtag trending on Twitter. This time it was posted by followers of QAnon, the sprawling pro-Trump conspiracy theory. These people are, are, were also disturbed about human trafficking, but with a dark twist. Many of them believe that President Trump was on the verge of exposing, quote-unquote, Pizzagate or Pedogate, their terms for global conspiracy involving a ring of Satan-worshipping, child-molesting criminals led by prominent Democrats. My acquaintance on the is not a QAnon believer, but she certainly doesn't think, as some QAnon adhere to, that Hillary Clinton and her cronies are kidnapping and eating children. Yes, eating, eating them, in order to harvest their life-extending. Is that no? I chemical. didn't know
1: they were eating them.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's. No, it's it's been around where they said they they were you know, eating them, drinking their blood because they have life extending chemicals in their in children's blood and stuff like that.
1: The fountain of youth was under our noses the entire time. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, and there was one conspiracy uh, one conspiracy podcast where they said that supposedly there was a video of Hillary and her com- um, oh god, this her chief of staff who was married to wine um, to Wiener uh, drinking children's blood, and we're like, mm-hmm. okay, and then this one guy goes, okay. If somebody had this video, where is it? Never have they, they all have people that have claimed to have seen the video, but it's, in the it, age
1: of YouTube Exactly, like, it's like it's not out
0: on. there at all. Come on. So, but like many social media users in recent weeks, she has been drawn to by in by the latest QAnon outreach strategy. QAnon first surfaced in 2017 uh, with a series of anonymous posts from internet forum 4chan. And if anything comes from 4chan, <laughs> easy mm. to dismiss right away claiming to reveal high-level government intelligence about crimes by top Democrats. Well, the FBI cite, has cited QAnon as a potential domestic terrorist threat, and social networks have been pulling QAnon groups off their platforms. Dozens of QAnon-affiliated candidates are running for office this year. One of them, Taylor, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green, won a primary runoff on Tuesday for a House seat in Georgia, drawing congratula- a congratulatory tweet from Trump. Uh, like any movement, QAnon needs to win over new members. Well, the idea in a nutshell is to create a groundswell of concern by flooding social media with posts about human trafficking, joining parenting Facebook groups and grooming uh, or glooming on to hashtags, ca- campaigns like Save the Children, which began as a legitimate fundraising campaign to save to Save the Children charity then followers can shift conversation to baseless theories about who they believe is doing trafficking a cabal of nefarious elites that includes tom hanks po- uh, oprah winfrey and pope francis part of the strategy's perverse brilliance is that child sex trafficking is a real horrible thing and some politically collect connected people including financier jeffrey epstein have been credibly accused of exploiting underage girls the and speaking out against child exploitation, no matter your politics, is far from an objectionable stance. Uh, sometimes QAnon followers spin factual information in a way that serves their aims. Last week, an Associated Press article about a $35 million Trump administration grant to organizations that house trafficking survivors became one of the most shared stories on Facebook after QAnon groups picked it up and cited it as evidence that President Trump's secret crusade against elite pedophiles was underway. Others, others times, the strategy involves latching onto conspiracy theories and inserting QAnon talking points. Weeks ago, influencer, influencers on TikTok and Instagram began speculating about baseless accusa- allegations about Wayfair. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. Um, an online furniture site was trafficking children under the guise of selling expensive cabinets. The conspiracy theory went viral and QAnon believers began sprinkling their own suspicious, supposedly incriminating details. They came falsely that QAnon employees had once been photographed with... Uh, Juslane Maxwell, who was charged with recruiting underage girls for uh, Mr. Epstein. These allegations merged with with popular imagination and soon unsuspecting people were sharing wild wild conspiracy theories that came straight from QAnon orthodoxy. With Wayfair, both accounts on the left and right were amplifying the contents. Mr. Argentino said a lot of yoga moms and juice cleanse type circles were sharing it. The strategy of seeding QAnon talking points with different audience appears to be working. In recent weeks, Facebook engagement on human trafficking-related content was surged had surged, according to analysts of data from CrowdTangle, a Facebook-owned data platform. Uh, interaction on posts with the Save the Children hashtag, for example, had grown more than 500% since early July. Prominent mommy bloggers and Instagram fitness um, Influencers have begun posting anti-trafficking memes in their, in, um, to their own millions of followers. Even the Trump campaign has began sharing more anti-trafficking content to its millions of Facebook and Twitter followers. Um, so there's a bit more to this article, but you kind of get the idea. Um, so one of the big things about this is that QN, most people, and I like to think most people don't. No, because they don't follow up on anything. They only look for things that they see on Facebook, articles that they see on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. I actually have a relative who bitched about Facebook removing the hashtag or blocking content from there. And I shared an article blaming QAnon. And I said, before you start blaming Facebook on this, you need to actually blame QAnon. And then replied instantly, it doesn't matter who's to blame. This, should, this is not right.
1: No, it 100% the, matters who's or, to blame.
0: Or, <laughs> or that, no, 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 it was, uh, or um, it doesn't matter who's to, um, who's to blame. It's an, important, uh, it's an important cause. And I was about to go back and reply something, and I was just like, you know what, no. This is one of those arguments where it's like, okay, so you believe the shit that, you believe that everybody's out to cover child sex trafficking, even though, No one's really doing that because QAnon has hijacked it. So basically you're saying, I don't care where the information is coming from. It needs to be said, even though it's wrong or right.
1: Like, to be honest, it's disgusting. People should be disgusted that QAnon QAnon is using child trafficking to to – push their own agenda right because people act like child it was the sleeper thing that no one knew about (laughs) the the fbi and and the cia together have had task force for this for decades they're constantly finding shit
0: well you see like you see um you even see memes and i see these from a lot of and these people are mommy bloggers and i see them posting memes that shows the elephant in the room hiding in the corner with the media looking in one direction saying oh look at covid and then the big elephant in the room is supposed to be child sex trafficking it's like this isn't new this yeah, is everyone knows everybody about knows this. about it it's like suddenly you think like oh because we're we're devoting too much attention to and this is my thinking is oh because we're devoting too much attention to trump to covid all the bad things going on. Why aren't we talking about this? Oh, you mean the sleight of hand that usually Trump does to kind of get people off of what they're supposed to be looking at?
1: You mean like the whole, um, I'm going to stop TikTok, which right. is an obvious distraction. Exactly. Because <laughs> no one gives a fuck yeah. on TikTok. Actually, him stopping TikTok is a genius move because all young people give a fuck.
0: Yeah. And now but, it, you but, know. Yeah, and then you have, you know, and, and it's funny because there's a, a TikTok competitor, that guess what? Guess who filled out a profile on that perf- on that competitor, Trump. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and and it's so, foolishness. Yeah, and people like to think like, oh, he's going after that. It's like you know uh, because it's China based. No, it's not because it's China based. He give a fuck that it's China based because if he was actually going something against China based, why isn't he going after Apple? They make their shit in China, you know. Yeah. I um, mean, uh, but he's going after TikTok because of the fact that they burned him with his his Trump rally and months before that. TikTok took him off of a prominent, you know how they have, um, like Twitter has a sponsor, so they kind of prominently show it. They stopped showing his stuff because he was being racist and um, and saying false things about COVID, so they started stop promoting him.
1: People should already know that if Trump is doing something that seems silly, pay attention to what he's also doing somewhere else. Yeah. So this, at the same time that he's, where he's blabbing about TikTok, he's doing stuff to the post office. Right. It's to get people to not. It's slight. Of, it's basic sleight of hand. It's not hard. <laughs>
0: and I, I like the fact that like, now people are starting to see it, especially the media, because the media has always been like, um, you know, the the fish and the like. Oh, look at that shiny thing! You know that he throws. It's because the there.
1: media. What, the TikTok thing was mostly for the media, if you think about it, because the media is going to jump on it because they know people will pay attention to it, and they just want clicks. Yeah. So it is. I have noticed that though that the media is like, wait a minute. Like you're fucking tricking me. Yeah. We should, We need to be because they. It was weird that like they were talking about the post office, and then they all went to TikTok, and then that they covered that for a bit, and then they kind of all were like, "Wait a minute. Yeah. What are you doing at the post office?" Exactly. It's like what's going on with the post office thing. We need to get that going. And I I think the younger generation too is a little bit more politically savvy now because they have to be because their presidents have fucking showed.
0: Well, I think I think the problem is is that. With the, and the, the problem thing is the younger generation, and I'm not saying the problem with the younger generation, I'm saying the problem is the younger generation knows a troll when they see it. Yeah. They know exactly what he's trying to do. They know that, or at least most of them, um, you know, know a troll when they see it. So they're going to start, they're going to be like, okay, no.
1: It's, it, we- it's getting more difficult to trick people online because these, my generation, I'm, I'm the last generation that remembers not having an online. Yeah. But I still grew up with the internet, but and Steve grew up with the internet, you know, or he was he was there when the internet happened. He was right. like, I think he was like fifty or something when the internet came out. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, but I was you 40, have people. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you have these kids now, and not even kids, like in their twenties. They have never existed without the internet. Yeah. So it's like you're going to po- post they, shit like this. They're like, "Fuck you!" You don't even know what you are talking DSL. about.
0: They grew up with DSL. They don't even know what a modem right. sound sounds like.
1: Other than some...
0: Poor guys. <laughs>
1: some poor people shit. <laughs> or if you yeah.
0: used to get your internet from that disc in the newspaper, you understand what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs> For real. And every, every what was it, every 15 days you had to go get a new one.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know, it is. It, it is... It's, it's weird now that, like, people are slowly catching on to that. But the problem is... That you get, it's the older generation that always believes that, oh, well, if it's, if the news is printed, it must be real. That's that mentality of, right. oh, well, if they're putting on, the, they don't put on stuff on the internet that that's not true. It's like, <laughs> it's like going, yeah, they do. And The that, problem is,
1: though, is that the real news has been, since Trump's been in office, has been elevating their quality. I've noticed, that, like you look at the Washington Post, the Times, they're all coming up a little bit. And go, okay, we need to be a little bit more with the integrity. Like we're acting foolish now, because the the people who are reading it are noticing you guys are fucking bullshitting. Yeah. You know, but the problem is you have the real news mixed in with this weird fake news. It's like when you go to the grocery store, you have the newspapers, and then you have the fucking Inquirer, They're not in the same section for a reason because they're not the same thing. (laughs) But now on the internet, it's all blended together because I guarantee you, first of all, no one should ever listen to a mommy blogger because they're, they start all this shit. Yeah. Like it's like they have too much fucking, it's always upper middle class women who have no job and they just sit around with their kids all day. They're just bored. Like, I don't, I don't know why you're listening to them. Like Jenny McCarthy who started the fucking anti vaxxer movie. Why are we listening to her? Yeah, I know, exactly.
0: What's her ex- where's her what's her um her uh, medical degree again? Right.
1: No, she has a degree in taking her fucking clothes off. Which that's fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't stop doing that, people. I'm just saying.
0: You know what, Jenny McCarthy, stop doing the whole anti vaxxer thing and just get an OnlyFans and you'll be fine.
1: Oh wait, she did co host um what was it? Singled out? It was a good show.
0: Yeah. But she also She also posed for Playboy during that time, didn't she? Yeah, because she had a razor profile. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she also was one of those chicks that people would say was funny, but I think they just thought she was hot. Because I never thought she was funny.
0: I never thought she was funny at but all. But you
1: would laugh because she was hot? <laughs> it was a weird I don't thing. Know.
0: I never I I never liked Jenny McCarthy. I mean, yeah, I I'm not trying was, to bash
1: Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, I just I, mean, I brought her up because of the fucking well, mommy yeah. blogger thing. But. Yeah, but
0: she's an anti-vaxxer, so she deserves yeah, so to be. Fuck bashed. her. Fuck her. Yeah. She, she
1: started all this fucking bullshit. Exactly.
0: But for me, it's like you know, I never really thought she was like hot because of the fact that it was like I mean, one, I live in California, so there's like.
1: There's a a, a thousand Jenny McCarthy's at the grocery store.
0: Exactly. You know, that you can, you know, that you actually see on a daily basis that you would love to see naked. Um, But, you know, I never thought she was hot. She tried to be, you know, comedy. And I was just like, she's not funny. Tried too hard. Yeah. She tried too hard to be funny. And you were just like, no. And then she tried to be a guy with like guy humor. But I was like, no. And I'm
1: not saying women can't be funny because there's plenty of women who are hilarious. Yeah. But she was not one of them. Yeah like Olivia Munn. Yeah. Olivia Munn is effortlessly funny. Like I she would have me crying laughing when she was on um G4. <laughs> well, I I've seen her
0: on like um um The Newsroom. There's it's an old HBO series where she played a, a financial uh at financial newscaster. Mm-hmm. And um uh, they did one part where she was like the female executive producer wanted to bring her on to talk about the state of the market. She goes during the newscast she goes, "Oh, really?" She goes, "Well, I don't I don't know." And she goes, I mean, I'm not really qualified. I have professors that I went to, and she's like, "Yeah, but they don't have your legs." And then she goes, "Oh," and she's like, "I mean, if you want, I can do it on a pole if you like, you know."
1: She's <laughs> <laughs> fucking quality material, yeah. okay.
0: I follow her on yeah. I follow her on uh, on Instagram too, and uh, she did the Psylocke, Um She had a sword, and she did the Psylocke thing where she was like. You know, because she played that character next, but she was showing off, and then she moves the, um, she swings the blade, and it hits this picture, this uh, painting she had in the background, and she freezes like a kid that just broke a lamp. You know, she just like froze, like, oh shit, like. Uh... So I think
1: <laughs> I, you know we trashed on Jenny McCarthy a bit, but we balanced that off with praising Olivia <laughs> Munn, <Mont>. and <laughs> I think I think there's a lesson here, okay. <laughs> Don't be um, blonde. <laughs> right, I'm following her on Twitter.
0: I follow her just, on Instagram because it's a visual.
1: I mean, now we're we're going backwards again. <laughs> we we're just praising the woman for her intellect, and now you're. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Instagram pra- and can, follow I her though. Pra- but
0: I can praise the intellect and the and the visage that it comes in at the same the time.
1: Visage. She <laughs> said visage. Don't you try to class it up, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> The visage. (laughs) Holy shit! Oh shit! That is quite a visage. Let me follow this real quick. (laughs)
0: Um.
1: So anyway, by the
0: way, if you want to see her topless, just watch Magic Mike.
1: So anyway, (laughs) hot. Being disrespectful to Asians now.
0: Uh, I think I'm being. I think I'm actually being respectful. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Respect
1: the craft, bro.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm doing this beautiful uh beautiful i'm portrayed. being
1: so fucking f- i'm a politician right now i keep going you shouldn't do that no you for real though you for real welcome I have no say in welcome it. welcome to dude.
0: 2020
1: right so thanks for checking out the show um i hope you enjoyed our fucking half the show being sidetracked conversations about random shit which i mean do you expect anything else
0: <laughs> exactly
1: um, please review the show positively would be nice. Um, on any or talk about thing. our, or talk about our beautiful visage. That's right. <laughs> on any, uh, service that you may have acquired this on. Maybe you downloaded it from LimeWire. I don't know what the fuck you got. it. Um, also if you want to help out that beer fund, head over to lazygeeks.com and click on that PayPal link. Um, because you know, <laughs> money,
0: we can't do this sober.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: All right. And you can also follow us on social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks. Um, you can also use that. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram, both under at geeks Comments, suggestions, or questions, you can email us at themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. And you can also check out some of our old episodes. Like I mentioned before about our Star Wars Christmas special episode. Mm-hmm. You know, that, um, that podcast is actually available on I YouTube. I might go watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, uh, you can see that on our YouTube channel under the Cheap Seats. So go ahead and check that out.
1: And if you can't click on any of the links available in the show notes, want more content, or updates on our coming shows, just go to, of course, thelazygeeks.com.
0: All right, so that is it for us this week. So until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are the Lazy Geeks. And wear a goddamn mask.